This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Uh, you know the beautiful thing, you don't have to be at the Garden of Eden to communicate with God. And that's why we gather in different places all over the world worshiping this same God. He's everywhere at all time. Hallelujah. Even when you're in your house, you're talking, he's there. The Lord said, as you warn us this morning, this evening, of some of the things we already know that is happening. We already know some of them. And you've had us Especially we've had Papa many times, we've had me also, we've had from different word that is coming from this pulpit, warn us that we are in a dangerous time. Praise the Lord. We're in a dangerous time. We're in a time where if the theory something is white, it looks very well. Because it, has, it, could, it could as well be black. The deception is so high now, very high, and we have to take need. I don't know how many of us have seen this, um, where you have Nepal, high cables, and transformer. What do they normally put there? And did what? Do what? Is that all? Just danger? Keep off. Danger, keep off. So if you like, you can turn today's this message as danger. Keep off or stay alert. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 13. Jesus speaking to his disciple from verse 5 saying, And Jesus answering them began to say, Take heed lest any man deceive you. Praise the Lord. Take heed, lest any man deceive you. The reason why he said it was that because it was possible to be deceived. If it wasn't possible, he wouldn't be warning his disciple. And he was around then. Praise the Lord. If we read further, the next verse Verse 6, quickly. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Of course, you are seeing that already. Are we not? We are saying it. Many shall come in my name, say, I am Christ. I belong to Christ. I am a servant of God. I'm a man of God. And they will tell you many things God has done through them. They will tell you so many testimonies. Some of them you even see. But just like God said, He said, My acts are sure to who? 
to the people of Israel. But what did he give to Moses or show to Moses? His ways. So, and we are, we are in a better position than Moses. Do you understand? So God is not interested in people who want to see the act. You know why? Because the acts are now duplicated in so many ways. Jesus, when he was around, a woman got to Jesus and she was crying. Remember the woman? The Sinephrenician woman. And the Bible said, and, and, and the disciples said, Jesus, send her away. Don't just allow her crying. You are not paying attention to her. And, you know, at last, Jesus said, no, woman, I want to give you the children's bread. I'm going somewhere. Now, what did healing, what did Jesus call healing? The children's bread. So, healing was meant for children. Not for adults. Hello. Healing is for children. If you're a child of God, you've been born again for over a year. Healing should no more deceive you. Healing should not be the pointer to God's presence anymore. Miracles should not be the thing you hold on to prove that God is in a place. Are you with me? Because God expects that at this time. You know, why did God make manna to disappear when they entered the promised land? Many of us were in the promised land. No more manas. God has, God has come to the conclusion that you by now, you don't need manna to believe in me. The reason why the church today is running up and down looking for miracles is because we are immature babies. They don't know who they are. Many people come to church, but God is not looking for people that come to church. God is looking for church. You don't get it. God is looking for church. We are the church. Not here. We can move away from here. If we get a better place now, we'll move away. This place becomes what? A branch. So God is not looking for people that go to church. God is looking for church. And you are the church. So when God sees you, or when people see you, they should see the church in you. Your action should be the church. They should be able to hold on to you and say, show me your God. That was what he said. He said in the last days, people will gather, hold on to say, show me your God. Because what I see in your life, I have not seen it anywhere else. So God says, there's going to be a high deception. You know why there's going to be a high deception? Because many people are now looking unto miracle, not to Jesus, not to the word. 
two got angry suddenly. They were following him. He said, the reason why you are following me is because what? You ate the bread. That's why you're following me. But there's something better than the bread. My flesh, which is the word. If you eat it, no one will deceive you. That's why he said, take heed. When they say take heed, he said, you are warned. And the Englishman say, to be forewarned is what? That means God is warning us. Every word that comes from this place is a warning. Because you'll be tested with it. It's like a syllabus in, a, in, in school. The, every day you go to class, they teach you. Every day. It, but it is only one day they set aside for exam. They, it's not, I mean, they don't do exam more than one day. It's just one day. For all the things they've been teaching you, sometimes for a month, four times for, for three months, you come a day to write exam for it. Sometimes it is not the teacher that examines you. Sometimes there's an external examiner who will come. Like the devil went to God and say, and God said, I've, I've lectured Job. I've been with Job. I've instructed him. And Satan said, look, all, this thing, all the things you've been doing is a waste of time. Give me a chance. Let me examine him. And he said, go ahead. He said the first one, the first paper, he cleared it. The second one, he cleared it. The third one, he cleared it. Ah, he, said, he said, the reason why is, is because, you know, you have told him where to read. Let me just set exam without it. He said, go ahead. Did he, did he clear it? He said, David said, thy word have I done what? Hid in my heart, so that I may not sin against you. Praise the Lord. Verse 7 says, and when you shall hear of wars, when you shall hear of wars, what happened? And rumors of wars? Be ye not troubled, for such things must needs be, but the end shall not yet come. It's a season. It's a warning time. God is looking for people who will stand up for him. God is looking for a church. God is not looking for religious people. He's looking for people who know who they believe, who know what they believe. People who understand what it is all about. That it is not a religion. That it is our way of life. God is looking for defenders, people that will stand out and defend his word. People that will stand out and no matter what, will not turn back. You know what? The church started with individual figures, like the disciple. But it got to a certain age. Did you hear of anybody anymore? But the church was spreading. We are back to that age. We are hearing this bishop, we are hearing that. But the time is coming when you will not hear anybody. You have to stand up for yourself. You have to stand up for what you believe. The trial is coming. The question is, are you ready? We are hearing what is happening in the north. But it has not started. 
It has not started. They are warming up. But you know what? The Bible said, I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 7. Still the same thing. In Matthew chapter 7 from verse 15. God was still warning us. Or is still warning us. Matthew 7 from verse 15. It says, Beware of what? False prophets. Now, of course, if there's any time we have false prophets, I think the, our generation has the biggest portion of it. I remember Papa saying that somebody asked, asked the sister, your brother, does he see? <laughs> it's everywhere. Can he see? Can your pastor see? As if he's blind. He drives. I don't know how he drives. If he can see. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why do you need me to see for you? You know why you need me to see for you? Because you are blind. So you have so many blind Christians going up and down. Looking for who will deceive them. If this one come up now with a, ah, a new doctrine, everybody will chase. They will, that's, that's the end thing. It comes from, ah, this is it, this is it, end time. Revelation. He will reign. Do you know one of the, one of the characteristics of the truth? It is consistent. Hello? Truth is what? It's consistent. It's not something that, it's not a fad. It's not something that come today, tomorrow is no more there. It will rain and everybody, and before you know it, it dies down. Since they, they stop paying attention to daddy, what do you call him? Daddy what? Freeze. Are you hearing of him again? You know what the Bible said? They, they said, you cannot do anything against the truth. You know Why? Because whatever you do to the truth, when you turn the truth upside down, it is still what? The truth. If you shake it, you pour it out, you only pour out what? The truth. There's nothing you can do against the truth. You can't kill it. You cannot improve it. The truth is the truth. That's what the Bible says. It said, forever, O God, your word is settled in heaven because it is the truth. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but none of this word will drop unfulfilled. So do you want fulfillment? Attach yourself to the word. Because as long as the word is there, it shall be fulfilled. And because you attach yourself to the word, you become fulfilled with it. Hallelujah. Let's go on verse 16. Quickly it says, You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of tongues or flax of testos? No, you, you know what he says? Can you, can you wake up one day and see a mango tree produce apple? Hello? The only thing that makes a mango tree a mango 
is that it produces a mango tree every year year in year out they do not come today and they produce mango the next year apple the next one papa no it is consistent so when you when you see prophets or pastors that today they are preaching this tomorrow they change it the bible says you shall know them by their fruit when the fruit changes you know that this one is not genuine how long has the church been collecting tithes can you remember before you were born and suddenly somebody woke up today and say it is no more you know acceptable you shall know them by their fruits some of us benefited from the tithe praise the lord when we were when we are weak the the church used the tithe to help us it was okay that time but because god has helped us we can now feed ourselves it is now that we know that tithe is no more it's the old testament are you seeing I don't know if you understand. God has helped them. Now they believe that they have become strong. The thing that helped them when they were not strong, when they were weak, should be taken care of, should be done away with, so that those who are feeble, that this thing is still helping, will all die. Is that consistent? So one of the proof of genuity of truth is that it is always consistent. So when they come and tell you that this Old Testament is good and this one is not good, you know it is not what? Consistent. When they want to claim their healing, they go to the Old Testament. When they want to claim deliverance, they go to the Old Testament. But when it is tight, they will say, no, it is not Old Testament. Look for it in the New Testament. He said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. What happened? I shall, where is it? In the Old Testament. A thousand shall fall by your side. Another ten, ten thousand by your He said, but no shall. Where is it? But tight. Leave it there. You walk through the fires. What happened? It will not burn you. You walk through the waters. It will not overflow. Where is it? Old Testament. Is okay. But the one that, that will sustain the church. And remember the Bible says, it says, by what? By prosperity shall the word. So anyone that goes against the spread of the gospel is an enemy of the gospel. And how is the gospel going to be spread? Prosperity. And they are saying, impoverish the church so that, you know. And some people are celebrating them. You know, you know, that's what the Bible, the Bible says, he said, be, he said, be vigilant. Be wise. You will not know when they enter. They come to appeal to your soul. Because your soul is not regenerated. That's what we're talking about. If you know the word, if you know the word, immediately somebody brings it, 
it will it will say signal 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 you know you know the the, the boy is showing us every day if we even follow them you will see god for example if you sit in your car now and the car is still moving and you remove the seat bed what happens it gives you signal now that is what christians should be like when they remove your seat bed your safety guard they should signal you the holy ghost will tell you look watch it but because we are not sensitive we don't have it does he make is he as loud as the horn is he as loud as his horn no he's not the same way the holy ghost is not as loud as you you know all the noises you're hearing but he will always talk he will always signal to you there is danger watch this one this is not consistent with the truth with the truth and that's why the bible says say even the very elect shall be what if text not taken watch out because the deceiver may be your brother it may even be your pastor but god knows i will not be You're laughing. I will not be. I prefer, I, you know, I, at times I joke. People want, I say, I say, God, let, I prefer to die now than to change tomorrow. It is better. So it could be your pastor. It could be your friend. It could be your neighbor. Anybody who will come to this place and teach something and come personally to you and say something different is one of them. Did you get it? It's one of them. If you're not consistent, now we have house fellowship. Anyone who goes even at the house fellowship and they tell you something that, you know, ah, you better tell them or raise an alarm. It is not consistent with the truth. And anything that is not consistent is not of God. He said, I am the same yesterday. I am the same today. I am the same forevermore. The word is tried and it is proven. Like gold. The Lord will help us. Praise the Lord. Second Peter chapter 2, quickly, let's run. Chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. Give it to us. Second Peter 2, 1 and 2. It said, but there were false prophets also among the people. You see, they are among also. Beloved, they are among you. That's why you, you need to know the word for yourself and by yourself. You, know, you need to take time and study. Read it. Know it. So that whenever somebody brings something contrary, it will warn you. Sir, I respect you, but no, sir. This is not consistent. Somebody comes and tells you, uh, uh, Sister Tonya, uh, please, uh, this, 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 and you say, what did the Bible say? He said, Sister Tonya, I know what the Bible say. Ah, also, you should, should place my head against the Bible. You will be crushed. Anyone, they say no one can stand against the truth. It will crush you. 
So anybody that comes and tells you, I know what the Bible says, please let the person, just tell him, please, be over with this discussion. Because he wants to set you against God. You know, I was reading something this evening and, and I saw the command given to Zachariah concerning John the Baptist. He said he must not take wine or strong drink. That means there is a difference between wine and strong drink. So when, when Jesus turned, what did he turn to wine? I mean, what did he turn water to? to wine? Is it strong drink? And if it was strong, the people, the Bible said, we will have had full. Yet nobody broke glass. They were, everybody was full. No, no commotion, nothing. That's if it is strong drink. <laughs> Somebody must misbehave. At least one person. You know, the devil is wicked. And we, you know why he is succeeding? It's because we are gullible. No matter where the teacher gets the, the examination this thing from, as long as he has, it is something you have studied and read, you will not shake. I don't even understand. You are prepared for the exam. Let him, as long as it is part of the syllabus. When you come, you just look at it. The answer will just flash you. The thing you just, you, I mean, your, it will begin to pass. As a matter of fact, you want to, you even write more than. Some people will fail because they gave more than what the teacher is asking for. That's what it is. That's what the Holy Ghost does for you. So he says, they are among the people, even as there shall be four teachers among you, who pray every day, secretly shall bring in damnable heresies. They will, they will slot it in. They will bring plenty of truth and put one force. And that's what, I mean, that's the most dangerous thing that can happen to anybody. When you have ten truths and one lie enter it, you will not, you will not know. Have you ever, <laughs> you remember those days, Abakriki rice? <laughs> oh, I mean, the stone is like, <laughs> like the rice. You have done everything, you will clean, yet there will still be, bam, bam. One truth among lies, or one lie among truth. That's where it is. And once it, once you eat it, you feel like dropping the spoon, unless you are very hungry. <laughs> Hallelujah! It's so they will come privately, they will secretly, shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them and brought upon themselves swift destruction. The way God is going to do it, you just suddenly, just like you are hearing. Haven't you had so many doctrines? Where are the people that brought it up? One young, one young man of God in Nigeria, that God has helped, helped so much. Took him to uh, Europe, blessed him, and made him the pastor of the largest church in Europe. Suddenly, he knows that offering and tithe is not uh, scriptural. I still wonder why it is money that they will always go to. They didn't come and tell us that praying in tongues is no more. 
fasting is no more. They will go to money. You know why? Because they know you. The Bible says, say, because of your, your how, do I, how do I put it? Your, your greed. Have, have you ever thought about paying more than normal, their 10%? I mean, the thing just came to you. You just feel like paying more than 10%. No, but, I, but you always think of removing uh, this thing is not enough for this 10%. Abby, you should think the other way around. God, I just feel like paying 20%, 30%. You never feel like that. But it's so easy to say, I will pay it next time. That's the deception. Well, God will help us in Jesus' name. So he says, be careful. They will come secretly. They are amongst us. They are ministers you know. They are, some of them are your people you respect so much. And suddenly you begin to hear so many things. Always refer to your Bible. And come back home. At least you know that you have a papa who, who will never yield to false doctrine. Do you know that? Are you sure? Because that's the beginning of safety. If you are not sure, then you have problem. But if you know that this one, mm -mm, let me go and ask my papa. Sir, there is this thing I just had. I, my spirit is not comfortable. Please confirm. And he confirms. You move on. Hallelujah. The Lord will help us. Quickly, um, Second Timothy, um, sorry, yes, Second Peter 3, 2 and 3, quickly. We'll round up very soon. Second Peter 3, 2 and 3. He said that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandments of us that are the, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Verse 3. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust. Now, what did he say in verse, uh, in verse 2? You should be mindful of the words that came from the what holy prophets of old. They say you should discard it. Abby? They say you should discard it. And Paul is, I mean, Peter is saying you should do what? Mindful. That means it is important. Be mindful. But the the, the young preacher, the modern preachers come and say, no, 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 old testament. They, they should have as well. You know, remove the Old Testament. Let's be going about and preaching with the New Testament. God said, be mindful. Praise the Lord. Be mindful. Second Timothy, we'll be rounding up quickly. Second Timothy chapter 3. That's where one of the most popular that wants us. Second Timothy chapter 3 from verse 1. He said, this know also that in the last days, what will happen? Evil times will arise. Why will they be evil? Verse 2 says, Verse 2 For men shall be what? The whole motivation for all these things you're hearing or you're seeing is what? Love of self. That's the whole motivation. Paul said, Whose belly has become their what? Their God. Whose desire for the latest in town? The happenings. 
has become their God. So they look for a way. I was showing my wife something that she said she has seen it. I, I, I pitied today's church, Christians. A man, they put candle. Have you seen it? Candle, he was burning on his head. What a madness. You know what? Through pastors, their members are stubborn. But the, but the first prophets, but the first prophets, their members are very obedient. I wonder why. Another one I saw, they were the tall, Abby. You saw the one they were giving the tall to drink. Oh my God. <laughs> ah. You deserve, uh, we deserve an apology from you people. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> A Christian? Uh, I'm sure that's not Christianity. Or the one they say they wait, they'll tell them to go out and eat grass. Ha! God help us. The church has become so gullible. I mean, I mean, Christianity is, 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 okay, even if you want to call it a religion, it's a religion of knowledge, of wisdom, of soundness. Well, those days, when you get born again, you become more alert. Well, it's unfortunate that this day is as if that when people get born again, they become fools. He said, perilous time will come. He said, for men shall be lovers of their, of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. That's what you'll find. So if you, if you find yourself exhibiting any of this thing, you need God's help. Praise the Lord. Be warned. There is danger. And that's why it is important that you try all means to get down to this. Did you hear me? Get down to this. This is it. Because even when pastor is not there, you can always refer to it. Praise the Lord. When the devil come, he will come. And the only way you can overcome it is what? It is word. There is no other way. If your prayer does not contain the word, it doesn't listen to it. Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? Identify yourself. You know why? They, because they were just speaking. There's no substance. How did Jesus overcome the devil? It is the word. So get down to the word. And he says, forsaking not. What? The assembling. He said, which is the manner of some people. Some people prefer to sit down at home and follow the service from, from the internet. Forgot, forget, forgetting that iron does what? And how does iron sharpness iron? It is when we come together. We gather. When we gather, there's a release of unction. There's a release of his presence. The aroma of his presence is released. 
As a matter of fact, if you come to church, if you come to, like Papa used to say, with a long face, and you end up throughout the church service, you, you are, you, you're maintaining that long face, and you left here with a long face, you didn't come to church. Because there is a way the Holy Ghost works within you. There's a way he brightens you up. There's a way he makes you forget the pains and the agonies and gives you a ray of, uh, of light. Tells you there's something better than what you are holding on. There's a way anytime you come to church, I don't know about you, but there's a way I'm happy. And, and that is why I will want to come again and again. The reason why some of us are not coming to church is because when you come, no, no impact, nothing happens. So there is no excitement, no, no anticipation. But that is because you have not allowed God to walk in you and through you. But I'm praying that from this moment, you begin to understand that you are a special species. Praise the Lord. God wants so much to have a relationship, a fellowship with us. So much desires it. And he's willing to offer you anything. But you need to understand. You need to go down. You need to take time and know what he's saying. You need to know what are the things he has put as standards. So that no one will deceive you. You will not be deceived. In the name of Jesus. Finally, Colossians chapter 1 verse 23. Quickly. Colossians 1.23, we'll stop there. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled. Did you see the word? Do what? Grounded and settled. Tell somebody, stop running up and down. Get grounded. The Bible says, he that is planted in the house of the Lord. What will he do? He will flourish. Do you plant something? Do you hang something up and say, do you drop it on the table and say you plant it? You dig and put it. He said, if you are grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have had and which was preached to every creature which is under heavens, whereof I, Paul, I was made a minister. That's the only way out. To get what? Grounded, settle down, stop running up and down. Seek God and not man. That thing you are seeking, you can become an agent of it. Praise the Lord. You can become an agent of it. You are looking for a miracle. God can make you a miracle worker. You become an agent of his salvation. An agent of his healing. Stop looking. It's not just pastor. The church is made up of all of us. All joined together. The hands, the head, the ears, the, the eyes, everything is part of the body. And there is no one that is not important. So get grounded. Tell somebody, get grounded. And settle down. And God will do something in your life. Bow down your heads and talk to him. Ask God, Lord help me. Lord help me. Ask God for assistance. Lord, I want, to, I want to begin to seek you. I want to begin to, to, to take time to study the word. I want to know you more. I don't want to be pushed around anymore. 
the Bible says, being tossed up and down by every wind of doctrine. Lord, it's enough. It's enough. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we're praying. I said, in Jesus' name, we're praying. Amen. How many of us were blessed? This, where were you blessed? Where's the mic? You want to open your diary? Okay, it's good. You're right. Quickly, Ezekiel. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, uh, God is not interested in the acts because acts has been duplicated. Praise the Lord. That word really touched me. Amen. Uh, elucidate on it. You just read what. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station. Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria, or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries, or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.